You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that, when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Hello, and welcome back to another season, another episode of the Yoni Codes. I'm Melissa April. I'm with my beautiful co-host, Catherine Blanco, and we're so excited to dive in. So for those of you who are new, I know there's been a lot of new people rolling in towards the end of last season. We are uh, a show exploring the mysteries of feminine consciousness, and we use this through story, through deep conversation, and we're so excited actually to be expanding the Yoni codes into sisterhood circles. And we're going to be not only just releasing our shows on the full moon and new moon throughout the summer to really bring in some more intention and line up these powerful conversations with the energies of the moon, but we're going to be meeting in person and online. And we have an amazing first event in the lower mainland in Vancouver, Canada on July 17th. That's a Sunday. And it's going to be a few hour event where we're going to be out in nature. We're going to be by the beach in the forest. All of the information is going to be in the show notes. You're going to see all of the information in our IG at the Yoni codes. And if you have any questions, if you want to RSVP before the official like invite goes out, please send us a message online. We would love, love, love to hear from you and love to see you at the event. So Let's roll into today's conversation because I'm so excited about it. We're talking about, you tell everybody what we're talking about. Transition today. We're talking about transition and our inspiration for this conversation is childbirth. Um, As many of you may know by now, if you're a past listener, if you're new, um, my name is Catherine Blanco and I am a birth worker. And a lot of times uh, when Melissa and I are speaking, we bring things back to birth. It's something that's really, really potent for both of us, both in our personal lives and our work. And we want to bring into, yeah, into into this space, a conversation around what it really means to transition, what that surrender is like, and how you can move through it and get to the other side and have that full embodied experience of what that is rather than bypassing it because um, because it's really potent. It's a really potent experience in childbirth and most women go through a it's like almost like a a dark night of the soul or a reckoning during their their birthing process and it's during that most active phase where sensations are coming quite quickly and you're feeling a lot of things are happening in your body and there can also be some conflicting feelings so 
almost like you want to push, you want to get to that next phase. And then at the same time, you just want to give up. It's, it's a complicated sensation where it's like, you want to keep going, but then your body is done. And the things that you'll hear women say is like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. Do this for, please do this for me. Or can I just have a nap? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm, I'm going to get out of this position or I'm too hot. I'm too cold. Like, it's like a, a phase of like, not really feeling like you can exist and and sort of an in-between and ungrounded in-between phase. It's so powerful because, and here's the thing is like, whether you've experienced this yourself in the birth process, or maybe you haven't, you haven't, um, this exists in any kind of transition that we are experiencing in our life, particularly like I work with the creation intelligence, which is also, which is drawing from the birth intelligence from, from literally creating humans. (laughs) It's like, this is how we create everything. Um, whether that's our body of a body of work, a work of art, a relationship, a baby doesn't really matter. We come face to face, like seriously, put your hands up. If you've ever said to yourself, like, I just want to give up. Like, I don't think I can go on anymore. I'm done. I'm tired. I just want to have a nap. Like, oh my gosh, I Mm -hmm. totally resonate with that. And it's like, you just want to throw in the towel and that experience of like, yeah, you're, you're not, you feel like you don't exist or you don't know how to exist is such a good way to put it. Um, And it's kind of like, you just want to get out of your body, but really the invitation is to sink more deeply, root more deeply into the body as uncomfortable or as painful as it might be. This is an initiatory phase in the birth process, I I think, but also Mm -hmm. in, in life, it's like, you're coming face to face. You're, you're, you're meeting, you're really at your edge. You're literally meeting yourself at the very edge of who you are. And are you going to keep going? Are you going to expand that energy and really embody it and really meet yourself in all of your power or not? And, and really like in childbirth, you can't go back. <laughs> you got to keep going. No. It's like <laughs> The baby needs to emerge. The baby is going to emerge. And it's how, how it feels for you. And, and I don't mean necessarily physically because it's different for all of us. But how it feels for you has a lot to do with how you meet that experience of transition. So it's having this awareness that you're going to hit it and that it's safe to feel a little unsettled, like that, that there is, there is a purpose behind that discomfort um, in not really knowing what's next. And oftentimes what that can mean is knowing that you're likely going to hit that place. So what can help with that is having people around you that can see it, that can hold space for that 
And that can reflect back to you that you are safe and that it is okay to feel like you need to throw in the towel Mm. and literally just allowing that surrender and knowing that it is safe too. Sure. If you want to feel like you need to have a nap and you're going through transition or giving birth, lay down, have a nap, you know, like it's not going to stop the baby from, from emerging. I mean, oftentimes physiologically, it is easier to be in an upright position, just being real. Um, yeah. Most people don't actually <laughs> go into a, a, a supine position during, during that time. However, following your body, listening to what it's telling you is safe at any point during the birth process. And, but it can be very difficult to really discern without like looking outside of yourself and being like oh okay they're not freaking out I'm okay I'm held I can Mm. be in this place oh that gives me such chills because again it's like such a perfect mirror for life Mm -hmm. like what if we were walking around during these maybe more uncomfortable times in our life and leaning into the fact that oh, wait a minute. I can trust my body to move through this. I can trust my body to move this discomfort. I can trust myself to be in this sticky time where I don't know what to do. And I don't know if I want to go on and I don't, I want to have a nap and I, I want to throw in the towel. Like what if it was okay for you to actually feel those feelings and let that be okay. Instead of judging yourself for then wanting to give up, you know, and mm-hmm. And I, I, at least I can speak for myself with this, when I feel in this space, oftentimes the person reflecting that back to me is either like a coach, a therapist, or my partner or a friend, Mm -hmm. if if I Mm -hmm. call on to them where they can reflect to me, like, Hey, it's okay. From the outside in you're safe. Like you're not Mm -hmm. in any immediate danger. You're okay. You like literally my husband provides this for me so much and I do for him as well, but it's, yeah, it's like surrendering yourself to know that this is all so normal. And it's so just part of the process of creating our life, creating our babies, creating anything that we're, we are in the process of creating in our life. Mm -hmm. In terms of a um, experience where someone is going through this sort of that that transition phase phase when it isn't an actual like literal birth process I'm curious if you have any insight in how do you know whether maybe it is time to just actually throw in the towel on that creation versus oh this is transition I shouldn't give up yet I I'm, I'm right about to meet the next phase and that's like pushing it out. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Right. Like, like, or launching or, or, you know, like, um, well, whatever I th- it is, like, how do you know whether to tr- like, how, how do you find that trust in, in getting through, through that difficult such transition? A, yeah. That's such a good question. I think there's a couple of aspects to it. One, I think, is it something that keeps happening like every other day? Like, are you experiencing this like Mm. more on a long-term basis? Like, is it every day for months that you're feeling like this or every day, you know, because sometimes this transition phase in real life, 
like in your day to day, it can last, it's going to last longer. It can last a lot longer than it does in actual birth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to kind of, I think this is where self-awareness comes in and like really being able to coach yourself around it or lean into people who can help coach you and reflect back to you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. Like, is this something that you want? Like you have to know what you want. Are you just, are you scared of what's next? Cause I think even in birth too, it's like, I think a lot of that, or at least my own personal experience was like the fear of like, what's going to happen next. Like, I have no idea how this is going to roll out. I have two babies I'm pushing out of my body. I have no idea what this is going to look like. And there's a part of that. That's terrifying. There's a part of it. That's terrifying of like, Oh my God, I'm going to be a mother. Like, Holy God, like, I can't take this back. Like it's so big that the fear. So I think it's like being able to gauge that for yourself or have people around you who can help sort of suss that out. And I also believe that no matter where you are in your creation process, that's not birth. You do have to see it for full circle. That's not saying that you have to do something that really isn't aligned or that really doesn't feel good, but there needs to be a completion process to bring it back full circle so that there's no energy leak on your end so that you really are learning something. If it's a failed launch, if it's a failed marriage, if it's a failed project, whatever, whatever it might be that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. How are you completing the circle? How are you extracting the wisdom that you need to extract from that experience so that you can move into this new phase because you are going to be different on the other side of it? Mm-hmm. So I think oftentimes people will start something, they're in the process of creating something and then they get scared or they realize it really isn't for them. It really isn't feeling good. Maybe they were creating something that was never aligned to begin with and then they drop it. And then what happens is they start to um, shame themselves for that. I don't complete things. There's something wrong with me that that didn't work out. Why couldn't have I just blah, 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 blah. And this leaves an open-ended energy gap that siphons out all of that goodness, all of that life force that is meant to sustain you and keep you moving through um, your life in a way that feels good. So it's like the line gets broken, that circle gets broken, and then there's an energy, massive energy leak. And unless you know how to close that gap, we create all these stories And it's going to be hard for us to start something. I've seen this so many times in my work where people now they're scared to start something because the other thing didn't finish or they didn't, they didn't complete or fulfill on the thing that they said that they were going to do. You have to fulfill on it, you know? Yeah. That's, that's huge. The, um, the fulfilling, the fulfillment of your promise to yourself. Yeah. Regardless of where it ends up. Mm -hmm. So even if it ends up being a baby birth, (laughs) without anybody knowing about it like where you don't I mean a metaphysical baby or like a yeah not a real baby but you know like um because I that helps a lot because it's like the baby basically the baby the metaphorical baby needs to be born yeah regardless if you ever actually do something with that project yes yeah yeah exactly um, that it has to go somewhere. Otherwise it's just like, it's just out there. 
And it can ca- mm-hmm. cause a lot of chaos and confusion and then it and self-doubt eventually, which then can hinder us moving forward in our confidence in ourselves to create again. And, and I see this, especially like in my line of work too, with people who um, they're creating businesses and they're creating their, you know, they have their whole life's purpose and, and life's work in front of them. And, you know, there's so many things that can get in your way and trip you up and, kind of down or um, sit heavy on that confidence um, if we're not really pulling things full circle, full circle, full circle. And I see that like with birth is like, it's a full circle process. Life is a full circle process, right? Life, Mm -hmm. birth, death, rebirth, life, birth, death, rebirth. Like there's all of these process, there's this whole process. And then there's all these initiations that happen in between. And this is where it's like, it happens on a microcosm and on the macrocosm. And it's the same, no matter whether we're talking about birth or we're talking about life, or we're talking about death, everything comes full circle. Mm -hmm. It has to, it's a circle of life. Totally. (laughs) Totally. I just never thought of it. I I literally didn't ever think about it that way. (laughs) About how, how the, yeah, I we don't have to keep this in the podcast, but I'm literally like, what? <laughs> like, I never thought about the that completion cycle being so important. Like, I'm having my own like epiphanies from well, my own personal life. Like, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, right. And but even yeah. in birth, right? Like, I, as most people know, unless you're new to the show, um, Catherine was my my doula, my my um, birth keeper, and or one of them. And she helped me with the integration process after the birth was complete because the the circle continues, right? If I were to just stop, if I didn't have any way to really process and integrate that experience, I would have been left with this like wide open gap because I don't think that the birth, it doesn't just end at birth. Like I feel like it keeps, it does keep going. Yeah. It's a continuum. It's a continuum. Right. And so I have, so being able, you know what I mean? Like just because the project is done, I gestated the babies, the babies came out and <laughs> it's not like, okay, completion project complete. It's like, no, it keeps going for the next, you know, until I'm gone. <laughs> um, and so you were a big part of that completion or like that, that, yeah, that completion for me so that I can keep going instead of going like this in a circle and then just kind of spiraling off. Totally. And not having anywhere for that energy to, to land that openness that yeah. happens when we go through a process like that. Mm-hmm. And this is the process of transformation in all forms. And this is something Catherine shared was, was it in hypnobabies? Yeah, yeah, in hypnobabies, um, which is a program for some women like it for preparing for childbirth. And language is really important um, in terms of birth. Um, you'll notice, like, I say birth process versus labor and, and things like that. Anyways, and with hypnobabies, they change the, the language instead of calling it transition 
they actually change it and they call it transformation. Mm. And it's wild because it really does change the energy just by saying transformation. Um, and I've, I've brought this up to my clients before and we've talked about like that you're at the precipice of a transformation. You're on the, on the doorstep, the threshold of becoming a mother. It should be uncomfortable. And I'm not talking about the physical discomfort, but like it makes sense that this would be a little bit of a scary thing to have a human emerge from your body mm-hmm. <laughs> is a pretty big deal. And, and it is a transformation and you can't, and like you mentioned um, with your personal experience, it's like, you can't take it back. You're going to go through it and you're going to be a different person on the other side of it. So it's that trans transformation and that little piece of, that transition towards your transformation and I feel like it's it's really powerful and there's a lot of parallels to that process um with death with our physical death Mm. as well where Mm -hmm. there's a where there's fear of going to the other side because again it's one of those experiences that you can't take back that you won't you won't be the same once you move towards death and to the other side it, it is it's quite quite powerful um it is and if life and, even and death though, are the sorry if life and death are the oh no. reflection of all all th- like are the teacher it's the biggest teachers in life are birth and death it's teaching mm-hmm. us something about this transformation process yeah that, like once you step through the door there is no going back like that you are going to be more of who you are in your essence can you trust that can we trust that process is the question even though the other side is a big fat question mark sometimes yes can you trust the expansion can you trust the expansion it's like this is what i was saying at the beginning like when we're meeting ourselves at our edge like this is that's that transformation that doorway that you're saying right it's like Mm -hmm. Who are we past that edge? That's the transformation. Who are becoming, who we are on the other side. And I think that's really scary for people. I I see that with clients all the time. They want these big things. They have these big visions. But then the thought of how that new version of themselves might shift everything else in their life is terrifying. Mm Mm-hmm. Even when it's a positive, like even even when it's a positive, yeah, yeah. Even when it's like, uh, yeah, even when there's a lot of aspects of of the other side that would be would be better for them. Mm -hmm. It's because we're so afraid of the unknown. It's really hard to sit with that. Like it's really hard to sit with with the unknown. Yeah. And I think, you know, the only difference between birth and life is, you know, again, the baby is going to come out one way or another, like just, just, just a fact, the baby is coming one way or another, mm-hmm. how it rolls out, what happens on the other side, like the baby is coming, no matter what, you're going to be a different person, no matter what 
in life, we have this control issue and this real problem with surrendering that we think that we're so in control of what happens. So as soon as those thoughts come in of like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this, blah, 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 blah. We really just give into that in a, in, in an attempt to control the situation, to control the transformation, to control, um, to, yeah, to feel like we have this, this, this control in life. And it's like, what if we just like, uh, gave in, surrendered, well, yeah, because the if we did give in and sur- surrendered, I mean, I mean, I'm going back to birth because that's my realm. But you don't really have as much of a crisis of consciousness or or like a a feeling of like I can't do this or I'm going to die. Um, when when we actually are out of our heads mm-hmm. and fully in our bodies transition doesn't feel the same way and I'm saying this from my personal observations of being in different birth rooms but also from my own embodied experience I remember my transition phases with three of my children even my 17 year old (laughs) but my last birth I actually didn't have there wasn't a there wasn't a blip of, I can't do this anymore. Mm. I didn't have, like, I remember the sensation of transition with Cora, but I had nothing holding me back. I had no fear. Mm. And I was able to go into more of a theta state in terms of um, that allowing. So, and a lot of that had to do with how my, the space was being held. Um, so it is possible. <laughs> I know that it is possible, but it is hard to do. And I don't think I could have, like, I, I think a lot of my personal experiences and professional experiences leading up to Cora's birth allowed me to have that experience. Of, not that I bypassed transition, but it was more that I stepped into transformation i guess yeah well and it sounds like you are just really embodied in your body, in body. Right? Fully. and yeah. this and this is the thing i think is like those thoughts that we have that create the feelings that we have can make us sick like in real life mm-hmm. we can literally make ourselves sick we can get all sorts of things happening just because we're so all those thoughts of I can't do this anymore or the way that we go to war with ourselves and our minds create physical symptoms. Mm-hmm. We literally can make ourselves sick. But if we dropped, if we allowed these thoughts to just be the energy in motion, emotion, emotions emotion, to move yeah. through the body and we trusted our bodies to hold that emotion, we would still, we're still going through transition just in a different yeah. way where it's not so much, um, um, like, like a subconscious or, um, like a a conscious, a conscious process, a conscious process or a conscious, like war, right. That we're in with ourselves and we're more trusting our bodies to hold it. And I think this is the way it was intended. Yes. 
no, no, you nailed it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that's it. Um, yeah. It, Is that the Yoni like code? That, I think so. I think that's the Say Yoni it. code because it, it was like the full, because I'm actually, I'm really trying to transport myself back to that experience. Um, and it really, it really was an entire, like a full trust, a full leaning in and letting it go through, letting it really letting the, the creation consciousness <laughs> move through me versus yeah. questioning it. <laughs> yeah. That gives me like full body chills. Cause when I think of my, my birth experience, I remember transition. I got sick. I was like throwing up. Um, and I felt like really not in control of my body. And I was, I was, um, it was definitely like dark night of the soul. Although I was very conscious of this process because I had been doing so much work throughout my whole pregnancy. And I knew that this was an initiation. Like I was very aware of that. And soon as I realized that like, oh, this is transition. I know this, my body knows this it was like the calm set in. And that was when I remember that, like, I, that I actually like dilated because I, I was really like controlling, you know, like it wasn't budging for hours and hours and hours. And all of a sudden I remember that moment of just like surrender and like going back into the body and being like, I have no control. I have no control. And there was something really liberating about that. And I remember like the doctor being like, yeah, you're good. Like it's time, it's time to start preparing for the next phase. And that was really a powerful moment for me because I realized that I had met myself in a place and I'd met the darkest, the darkest parts of my psyche that were coming up to be transformed and transmuted and alchemized so that I can move into this next phase, which was a very different phase where I needed all parts of myself on board um, and with me. And this is why I think birth has been my birth experience has been such a fucking powerful game changing event is because I see this reflection in every area of my life. And it's very clear to me now when I'm starting to have these thoughts that I'm like, okay, I'm not in my body. I got to come back to my body. I got to come back to my body. I got to come back to my body. And so there's some things that I actually do now to facilitate that, grounding and that, you know, bringing back down, um, into the trust of, and the wisdom of the body. Um, and I just feel like everybody needs to know how to do this. Everyone. Oh, Melissa, that's so powerful. And it's, it's amazing how we can have these experiences and how easily it, it how easy it is for us to to um layer them over our other experiences in life in terms of other transformations and I really feel like this is like you mentioned before like this is the only code is is um when we are in the precipice of transformation how can we allow ourselves to meet that edge of expansion how can we, or can we trust the body fully 
and allow that transformation to to become us for us to truly embody it and and when we are able to allow it when we are able to lean into that transformation the realms the the access to 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 that that veil that thinning of the veil that is when that happens when Mm -hmm. we truly allow ourselves to sink in and well and then we can trust that process to come full circle totally right whether trusting yeah right whether it works out the way we want it to or not in birth in life in death it's going to come. We can trust that it can come full circle. We can trust that process. Oh, oh my gosh. This is such a powerful conversation. Thank you for thank you. Mm-hmm. Let us know. How does this resonate for you? Do you, have you ever experienced this? Like, are you conscious of these transition phase phases in your own life? How did it go in your birth? Let us know over at the Yoni codes page, please stay connected with us over there because we're going to be showing up a lot more over there with some weekly lives and community gatherings. So we really look forward to that. And we hope that you have an incredible next couple of weeks and we'll see you um, on the new moon. We'll be with you in the new moon for Mm -hmm. another really, really powerful conversation that I'm excited to drop because it's already recorded with a a really incredible guest, Um, which is kind of like, elaborating and sinking into what we're talking about and but in a different way so i think that's going to be a really really powerful one for you to tune into so take care we'll see you soon thank you thanks for tuning in to this yoni code if this episode moved inspired or flat out entertained you please head over to itunes and give us five stars or share with a friend follow us on instagram at the yoni codes to continue the conversation Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni code together.